So what are these? Credit cards. Yes, you got it right. So these are credit cards, right? And I remember back in the days when I went through for training and we was told that these are called investments cards. But are they really investments cards? And if they are investments cards, how does it actually work for them to be like investments cards? Well, my name is Tara Jack TJ, and I'm the author of the book From Bed Dead to Property Mogul. And out of that, I just want to show you guys how cards like these ones can literally become investments cards. Yeah, so how can you actually get to get credit cards? Very simply put, each and every bank that we've got in the country, they kind of like want to offer you some form of credit. And credit cards is one of those easiest ways of you to get credit. Yes, to get other people's money. Because that's what credit is all about, isn't it? Other people's money. But let me start off by saying that, right, is credit good? Yes, it is. Is there good debt? Yes. Is there bad debt? Yes. A lot of us, we tend to use these cards here for the wrong reasons. We swipe and swipe and swipe until the credit is over. But let me actually talk to you on what I learned to be credit cards for them to be investment cards. So I am going to look into my circumstance right now. And in terms of the credit that I've got, or should I say credit cards that I've got, and I'm going to give an example of this. And I want you to follow me here. But I also want to stress that this is not for everybody. So with all my credit cards at hand, right, let's assume all the five banks in the country, they have all issued you a form of a credit card of sort. You've been paying off your debt, things like that. So all the banks, they're kind of like offering you a credit card. Some of them, they call you and then you decline. Some of them, they've been calling you and you're like thinking, should I get a credit card? Should I not? Some of you, you have actually taken in a credit card and you have gone in to put it in the fridge so that it can become a frozen asset. And maybe you can utilize it at a later stage. That's okay too. But today, the conversation is not around that. The conversation is how can these investments, these credit cards turn into investments cards? Let's take an example. There is the bank, APSA. Well, yes, they used to be my employer. We are just starting in alphabetical order, not because I like them, no. So there is APSA. There is the bank, how can we help you, which is the FMB. There is the bank, Standard Bank. Which other one? Nedbank, yes. Which other one? Discovery, yes. And I can carry on, but I just want to speak to around about five of them. And let's just assume all five of them, they have given you at least 150 of credit line. And I looked at my credit line recently and I started seeing how much actually of for credit in terms of interest am I paying on each card? And after a clear, nice zoom into it, I realized, oh, okay, at average, the cards are sitting on 15% per annum. So in other words, if I'm to utilize my credit card, I am going to pay 15%. But 15% is not per month, it is per year. So if I'm to utilize that money, 
what's going to happen. At the end of the year, 15% of every 150,000, I need to pay it back if I have maxed it out. But if I haven't maxed it out, I am only going to pay a portion of that. And how is that also calculated? They don't require me to pay the 15,000, the 15% upfront. They require me to pay portion of 15% on a monthly basis, which is around about just over point, 1 point something percent a month. Right. Now, if I calculate 150 times 5, right, that basically means I have just above 500,000 for easy of mathematics. But as a credit card, is it good to go and buy an investment? So we're always talking about property here, isn't it? So the question there that I want to ask is, and this was a question that I also had, how does it become an investment card? Hmm. It is easy credit that I have at my disposal now, right? So when I started off, the thinking that I had now is, how does it become an investment card? Well, let me give you an example. Let's assume you are going to buy a flat, a small flat, a one bed, one bath, or even a two bed. I have seen those right? A two-bed, one-bath in an area, let's say, in Kempton Park. You can potentially walk away with around about 300,000. <gasps> you just woke up. Why? Because you've got 500,000 at your disposal, isn't And you're not thinking, ah, TJ is talking about going to buy that two-bed, one-bath in Kempton Park for 350. That's not what I'm saying. I am saying the possibilities are high that you can utilize your credit card to become an investment card. Let's just assume, I'm going to give you an example here. You're going to be buying a property that's worth 450000 And this is a real life example. I've done this deal before. Now, you go and buy the same property at two bed, one bath. You go and buy it for 160000 Now, instead of going to the bank, you don't go to the bank. You use one of your investment card to pay down for the deposit and to take transfer. And you immediately ask the seller to you, for you to move in immediately so that maybe you can do some renovation. And you need another 50000 for you to do the renovation. So which means you're all in at 210000 now, with all of that, it basically means that you can tell whoever who is doing the transfer for you that the money is available and they would ask you for that money. You can either send it to your, um, you can either take it to your attorney so that they can give a guarantee or you can easily ask your bank to, for them to send you a guarantee. On top of that, so which means that the money hasn't really left your bank account or even if it does, if it is with your attorney, it basically means that your attorney is going to give you interest on that. But as we know, the banks are not going to give you 15%. They might give you maybe around about 7%. So you are halfway in, which means that the same money that's coming from your credit card, you're now getting 7% from investing it with an attorney whilst it is waiting transfer for your property. However, you then put at risk 50000 to go and do your renovation. And when you are done, potentially that work is going to be a week long. What next can you do? 
well you can put this property on the market and you can start getting rent on this particular property that i'm talking about i literally was getting five thousand rand rent so i got my deposit five thousand and then i got my tenant on my first month of putting it onto the market and now all of a sudden from 210 or thousand rand i am now getting five thousand is it wise for me to utilize my investment card yes no too risky well it really depends upon you whether you are wanting to take the risk or not right but what i can also do over and above that i don't have to leave my investment card at risk because the interest rate for my credit card is going to be uh, going up what i can do is that i can now then apply for a proper home loan whilst this asset is actually sitting on my balance sheet that way the bank can do what is called a refinance and out of that i can be able to extract potentially very close to the amount of the market price but let's just say i am going to extract 300,000 out of that property it basically means i have created more money from other people's money and i have an asset that i've got that is also giving me money in my pocket so the question that i ask again credit cards are they investment cards or what you give me the answer I still have five more cards that I haven't tapped into. What am I going to do with them? I don't know. I'll check you out on the next video. It is ITJ. Hit that subscription button if you've never subscribed to us.